Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. Thomas Aquinas's Summa Theologia, first part, question two, deals with arguments for God's existence, and Thomas sets out his famous five ways, all of which involve observation on our part and then causal reasoning back to something that is going to be the cause of the things that we observe, something that is going to be superlative, the greatest. And we're going to see this very much so in the fourth way, which, as Thomas tells us, is based upon gradations or degrees, sometimes it's translated gradibus in Latin, observed in things, and the observed there, things that what we come across, what we discover, right, in venientur, in rebus, in the things of our experience and the world. So he's already talked about, you know, necessity and possibility and efficient causality and movement or change at this point. Now he's actually going to go in a different metaphysical direction and talk about the more and the less, or the greater and the lesser, the magus and the minus. And he tells us that we see this in things. So for example, some things are found to be more good, right? Magis at minus bonum, or more or less True, greater or lesser degrees of truth, verum, or more noble and less noble, nobile in this case, magis et minus nobile. And we see this with any sort of comparative word that we can use. Now, we should pause for a second because the example that he's going to use to argue for this isn't quite the same as these very general terms like true, good, noble, even the most generic term being that he's going to bring up. He's going to use heat as an example. And this actually does make sense within the framework of Aristotelian physics and metaphysics. And this notion, by the way, of degrees of being, you might automatically associate it with Platonic philosophy. And you might say, what's it doing here in Thomas Aquinas? He's an Aristotelian after all. Well, it also plays a role in Aristotelian philosophy as well. And it was a common assumption back in ancient philosophy. The Stoics also talk about degrees of being. And so this is kind of a, you know, a commonplace viewpoint that a lot of us in the modern era don't necessarily share. And if you don't buy into that, well, the proof isn't really going to go anywhere. So let's look at what Aquinas actually tells us. He says, comparative terms, magus et minus, are said, dicitur, in different ways, varying degrees by which they approach to, approximate, appropriate, literally being in the neighborhood of what it is that is the greatest in that thing. So, you know, we can talk about the truest, right? There's a superlative, verissimum. We can talk about the best, optimum. We can talk about the most noble. The three things that he's brought up so far Thomas is going to talk about heat, 
And he's going to bring this in, even though heat is more of a quality, a physical quality, right? Than these, these other things, which seem to be a bit more value laden or, or metaphysical. And he's going to do this in order to try to provide us with an analogy. So he says, just as something that is more hot or warm, magis calidum, is that insofar as it is approaching to what is hottest, what has the greatest amount of heat, maxime calidum. So Thomas is saying there is some sort of most in this case, some superlative, some supreme. And he's actually going to hear, as opposed to most of the other proofs, he's going to bring in some Aristotle from the metaphysics, where Aristotle tells us when many things possess some property in common, many things belonging to a single genre, we could say, then the one that most fully possesses that is, in fact, the cause of the other things in that that genre. And then he uses the example just as fire, which is the hottest, right? Or in which is the highest degree of heat is the cause of all the other hot things. Now, do we actually buy this with our present day physics? No, we've got a whole different understanding. We don't need to go into that. But you see what he's driving at. And Thomas could be wrong about heat and fire, but he could still be right about the things that he's most interested in, or rather, let's say the qualities and in a certain way, the substance that he's most interested in. So just as we can say there's a more and less with heat and there's a cause of the others, which is the thing that has the most, we can talk about the truest, right? There are different degrees of truth or trueness or possession of truth or embodying truth. And there is something that is the top of that set of degrees or gradations, the truest, and that is the cause of the truth in all the other things. Likewise, goodness, there are good and bad, better and worse, right? And we get to the top, the best, the optimum, and that is the cause of the goodness of all the other things. And nobility here, which we might see as corresponding to the honestum as well as the nobili, the nobile, something that has intrinsic value within itself. It's kind of close to being good and true, isn't it? And so the nobilissimum is the cause of everything else having nobility in this sense. So he's going to tell us that there is something, therefore, which has these things. What is the truest and best and most noble of beings is most in being is one way we can translate it. Maxime ends. So ends is coming from essay. The word that's the infinitive to be ends is something that exists, something that is being or has being, right? And so the thing that is maxime ends is the thing that is the greatest degree of being at the very top of the entire ladder. You can't get any higher than that. And that is going to be the cause, as Thomas is going to say, not just of you know, truth or goodness or nobility or whatever else we want to bring up, but of being itself for the other things. Essay, right? In this, he says, there is something that is the cause 
of being and goodness. Now notice what he says after that. And any other perfection. And here he actually is using the word perfection. Some translators smuggle the word perfection into the earlier ways, but it's not really there. It is here in this part of article three, where he says, ergo est aliquid quod est causa, right? There is something that is the cause of being and goodness et quis libit perfectionis of what ever other perfection you want to bring up. So perfections. Is heat a perfection? No, not really. Goodness is a perfection. Truth is a perfection. Nobility is a perfection. We might add in some other things as well. These are essentially, if we want to get away from Thomas and, and look at earlier authors, these are essentially what we typically call the divine attributes, right? Whatever, if we want to use Anselm, whatever it is better to be than not to be, God is that. And God would be at the highest rank of that. This actually is quite similar to the reasoning that is going on in Anselm's Monologian, if you pay attention to the early arguments in that book. So Thomas is producing here a very interesting argument, which is not really about fire, but is really more about these very generic attributes and saying that there is something that is the highest in each of these. And these are unified into the thing that has the greatest being, which is the cause of being goodness and every other perfection in the things that we observe within the world, including ourselves, we should say, in omnibus rebus. And he says, and this is what we call God. Now, notice an interesting change of language here. In the third proof, as I had pointed out earlier, there isn't any invocation of this is God, by the way. It's just kind of left for us to figure out. In the first two arguments or ways or proofs, Thomas said, this is what everybody calls God, or this is what everybody understands by God. Here he's not making such a sweeping assertion, right? This is what we call God. Why does he change the language like that? Is it just for variety's sake? Or does he perhaps have in the back of his mind, ah, maybe not everybody will buy into this gradations or degrees of various uh, things like goodness or truth, the way that I myself and we as an intellectual community who are relying upon Aristotle in this case, but have also read Anselm and other thinkers, maybe not everybody will buy this, but we certainly call this highest greatest to the superlative degree of being and therefore of truth, goodness, nobility. We call this God. We leave that an open question for you to ponder. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, Keep studying these great philosophical works.